Hello, Disnerds Ohana, and welcome to another episode of Canadian Disnerd. I am your host, Carr. I am actually recording this podcast episode on the day that it's going to be released. I am off work today, so it just kind of made sense to get it done today because I had the time. So today's episode, we are going to be talking about souvenirs. One of the best parts about going on a Disney trip is coming back with souvenirs from your vacation that you can have at home. What a great way to kind of have memories from that trip. So that's what we will be talking about today. But first of all, let's talk about some of the updates that have been happening. So it is official. All the Disney parks are open for business. How exciting is that, that all the parks are finally all open again. We also have seen as of June 15th at Disneyland, people who are fully vaccinated have the option to wear a mask, whether outdoors or indoors at the park. I believe transportation, you still have to wear your mask. And people who are unvaccinated, they are asking you to still wear a mask. Obviously, they're not checking who's vaccinated, who's not vaccinated. They're just relying on old good trust system there. So we all know how that's going to go. If you don't feel comfortable going to the parks, knowing that there is going to be unvaccinated people who aren't wearing masks, you do have that option to wear the mask just to keep you and your family safe if that's how you feel. We're not debating masks. We're not debating whether people are vaccinated or not vaccinated. That is completely up to people to make that decision themselves. I'm not here to discuss that. I'm just talking about a policy that came into place. All right, so let's get started on today's episode about souvenirs. I love buying things when I'm in the parks. And over the pandemic, I tend to have bought a lot of things from Shop Disney just to make up for not being in the parks when things were released. Now, unfortunately for us Canadians, this is a very expensive idea. Not only do we have that crappy exchange rate, but we do pay a bundle for shipping. We are not entitled to any of the free shipping offers that they have on Shop Disney when you spend $75 or more. Canadians always get charged and it's usually about $30 US for shipping. And then we also get hit with the amazing customs fee as well. So it is kind of more expensive. So I bought myself my own souvenirs for when I was at home during the pandemic because I couldn't go to the parks. So it's all good. Now, the great thing about buying souvenirs when you're in the parks is you can have a budget. You really can. You're not going to have the prettiest, shiniest more expensive items, but there are souvenirs for every kind of budget out there. So let's kind of talk through some of these souvenirs that you can get. So you can go very cost-friendly, budget-friendly to expensive. Now, there are a lot of people who prior to their trips, they will actually buy items from like Target or Walmart, um, shop Disney or the Disney stores if they find things on clearance that they pack away and they give to their kids when they know their kids are going to want something just to save on those costs of them asking for something new in the parks if they've already got something they can give to them they will do that so that is a fantastic idea to do now one of my favorite budget-friendly souvenirs that you can get from the parks are the press pennies Peabody collects them he loves collecting them they are fantastic so with the press pennies, 
they do have the hand crank machines. They also do have digital machines as well. But with the hand crank machines, it's going to cost you two quarters and a penny. Now to the Canadians, keep in mind, these are American coins, not Canadian ones. So unfortunately, you can't just go and use your Canadian pennies. Or maybe you can't. I've never actually tried that. But anyway, so it's going to cost you 51 cents. Now, really great way to kind of carry around all this change so you're not having to dig through a coin purse or whatever is using the mini M&M containers. That's what we use. So you stack it like a penny, two quarters, penny, two quarters, penny, two quarters to the top. So then you have the right amount right there that you need to put into the machine and to get the penny stamp that you want. And if you have more than enough, you could get all the different designs that are in that machine. Now they do have quarter press quarters as well. Now the press quarters are obviously going to cost you more. So those that's going to be a dollar 25 because you're going to need four quarters to pay for it. And then the quarter that you're going to press, this is going to be US coins only Canadian. So keep this in mind. And again, you can keep it in a container, one of those mini M&M containers. And just make sure you have those groups of a dollar 25 if you're going to be doing that. Now, with the digital coin machines, they do cost a little more. You can pay by like a dollar bill or you can pay by card. So you're going to find that these coins do cost a little more. They are a dollar, so you're not going to get them for 51 cents, but it is really convenient. It's easy to use. Now, if you go online, I haven't checked lately just because we kind of randomly look for the spots when we're in the parks, but I do know in the past they have had press penny maps. So you can go online, look for those press penny maps. I believe there's even like a whole website that's committed, like de like devoted to press pennies and coins and all that. So you can find maps and find where all the press coins are located so then if that's a souvenir that your family wants to collect then you can find where all the machines are and go around and collect them throughout your vacation making sure that if you're in that general area that you stop by to get those coins now ways to display those coins they do actually have pressed coin books so there's these little like books with flaps and they have these little plastic slots kind of like card collecting books and you can just slide your little coins in them so we did purchase one our past trip or the trip before so we could start putting our press coins in from that trip because we were collecting them that trip whenever we did run into them. Now people will actually take the press pennies and using like a shadow box or frame or something, they will actually create a design with the penny. So whether it's like a Mickey head or like letters or names, they'll do that. So really cute idea. If you look on Pinterest or online, you'll be able to see what people have created with them, what they've done with these. Some people create jewelry. They'll create bracelets and necklaces. They'll put little holes into the ends of the pennies and connect them together. So that is a really good idea. Now, when I was going through and kind of doing research on like the parks and things I could find, an article popped up about a souvenir I hadn't heard of before. And I think it's super cool. So when I go to Disney World, my plan is to pick some of these up for Peabody just because it's kind of a cool idea. So they have these collectible medallions. And so these medallions have like characters on them and they're $5 each. I think if you like buy more, you kind of save money. So if you buy like four, it's like 15 or something. So you save like buy three, get the fourth free or something, I think is what it was. I don't recall. So those are another really affordable souvenir as well as getting these medallions. 
So other ideas for kind of souvenirs. So let's talk about kind of like freebies. So I've talked about the buttons in the past. The first visit I'm celebrating uh, just married. A lot of times when you go to character meals, the character meals will have buttons specifically for that character meal as well. I know in DCA and Cars Land, once upon a time, I don't know if they do it anymore. When you stopped off at certain stores, you could pick up buttons for those stores so like Fillmore's. We went there and we got a Fillmore button from getting like snacks and just other buttons along the way. Those are a great free souvenir, you know, great memories, just remembering why you got that button, what the situation was, and then autographs. So you can either buy an autograph book, you can create your own autograph book. There are so many DIYs out there of people who create autograph books. You can buy personalized autograph books from Etsy, Lots of people will do other things too. I've seen people take like frames, pillowcases, shirts, other things to get characters to sign. Now, unfortunately, because of COVID, you can't go and get autographs from the characters right now, but eventually I'm sure that will return. And when it does, there are so many options you can do to get autographs. These are a great low cost free item that you can have that you can put in your house if you want to display it, especially when people are doing like the frames, the mat of the frames, that like white border part. A lot of people get that autographed and then they'll put it in a picture of their trip into the frame. Another really good low cost item that I didn't think about, but people have mentioned is when you're shopping in the stores, purchasing a reusable tote. You can get reusable totes that are park oriented. So those are really good souvenir as well. You can use them when you get home from the park, whether for groceries or carrying other items, going on picnics, things like that. Pins. Now, pins are a really good low cost souvenir as well. They can range in prices. So I believe you're going to look anywhere from $8 up to a couple hundred dollars. And you're thinking a couple hundred dollars for pins. These are going to be those limited, limited edition sets where they've only made so many. You're also going to find other limited edition pins that are going to cost more. So it kind of varies from low cost to high cost. They're a really great souvenir for the kids, especially if they want to get into pin trading. Getting a starter set is worth the investment. They have the lanyard. They already have a few pins to start with that they can trade with other people and get ones that they like. So pins are a great souvenir. Also coming in on the low budget cost friendly souvenirs is magnets and keychains. So you can actually go into the stores and you can find plenty of magnets and keychains. They are a great affordable souvenir to bring home, to display, to use. I know I have magnets on my fridge from my trips. I have a keychain on my work keys. I've bought people keychains and magnets. They're a really great souvenir to bring back for people if you don't want to spend too much. Because let's be honest, it is expensive to buy things in Disney. So the money you can save to buy souvenirs for other people, I recommend the low cost. And I know a lot of people don't like these souvenirs, but it's kind of what it is. And then another good low cost idea is treats. So buying a bag of candy or bringing home the Rice Krispie treats. I don't know if I'd recommend a caramel apple. I don't know how those would last in travel, but just getting kind of treats like that. I don't recommend trying to send fudge. I actually had a friend who tried to send me churro fudge through the mail when they had them. Unfortunately, it was during the pandemic. It should have arrived in like two days, three days, which it would have been fine, but it took like two weeks for it to show up. By the time it showed up, it 
it was melted. So be careful when you are sending treats like that and just making sure you're packing accordingly. A good idea. Anything that you kind of feel will soften up or melt on the journey, throw it in the freezer the night before or in the fridge to cool it down so then it does kind of last a little longer. So let's talk about those in between budgets, the medium budgets. So ears. Now some people are probably gonna think, well, ears are super expensive because they are like $30 now. They used to be about 22 and now they're about $30. It varies in the prices with the ears, but these are a great souvenir because you can wear them to the parks every time you go to the parks. They're not just a one-time souvenir. You can use them in the future. You can use them for costumes if you want. And they, you know, sell the ears and then eventually they stop selling them. They make new ones to sell so they're not always going to be around. I always get myself at least one or two pairs of ears when I go down. Hats are another really good option. People like wearing hats on their vacation. People wear hats when they get home. So having a little bit of Disney with you in your wardrobe during the day, especially during the summer, such a great idea. One of my other favorite ones is silhouette portraits. Now these are very cost effective. I believe they're about 10 to $20 to get the portraits. I don't exactly remember how much I paid for the actual like piece of paper. And then the frames I think were another like 15, $20. So it does kind of add up, but it is such, but it is such a great memento to your trip. It's a great present for grandparents or relatives because you can get two if you want. Mugs, mugs are a fantastic souvenir. I love collecting Disney mugs. So if I do see one when I'm on vacation, I grab it because if I don't grab it, they're not going to be around. I do also love getting tumblers as well. I do collect tumblers when I go to the park on a prior trip i did pick up souvenirs for a couple of friends and i did get the mugs for their favorite princesses i also believe i got them keychains or something as well and they got stuff from like universal so mugs is a really great souvenir present that's a little more you know they can range anywhere from anywhere from like 10 to 25 30 dollars depending on if you're just going with a regular mug if you're going with like a tumbler plastic tumbler if you're going with like a turvis or something like that so they're really great so popcorn buckets popcorn buckets are a really popular item as well again these are limited so they release these popcorn buckets and they're only around for so long and then they don't sell them anymore now the great thing about when you first buy your popcorn bucket i believe you get two dollar refills during that trip now if they discontinue those popcorn buckets i don't believe you get that two dollar refill anymore i think you do have to pay full price for the popcorn but you can also ask them to put the popcorn in a box instead of putting it in the popcorn bucket so then you aren't getting it all greasy before your trip but a lot of people collect them they're great i don't own one we were actually planning on getting the millennium falcon last trip but unfortunately they had sold out before we got there so we were unable to get that popcorn bucket that's kind of the only one we really wanted i do see ones pop up once in a while that i really like 
but I haven't committed to buying one yet. So maybe on my next trip, there'll be one I want and I will pick it up. Refillable mugs is another one that people love to get at the parks, especially when you're staying on the resorts. When you purchase your mug, you get free refills. So how fantastic is that? Is that you have this refillable mug and you gotta use it on your trip and get free refills while you're at the resorts. We have actually gone and purchased refillable mugs with hot chocolate on one of our Christmas trips. And it was just a great souvenir to have to bring home, to use during the winter time at home, sitting up in the cupboard. We do use them once in a while. Another item is dated souvenirs. So if you're going to the parks during the year, a lot of people like to buy dated souvenirs. So the year that they are visiting the park, just to kind of have a memory of being in the park at that time. I have ears for one of the years that I traveled. Uh, you can get shirts, you can get jackets, you can get picture frames, you can get like stuffed animals, you can lots of different things with the date on it. So a lot of people will collect that just as a memory of their trip. Again, these are going to be limited. They're only going to be around for so long. And then when the new year is about to arrive, they start selling the new year stuff. So for the next year, a very popular item amongst the kids, bubble wands. Kids love bubble wands. Now parents sometimes either like purchasing these or they don't. Now they are kind of pricey. I believe they're about $15 and some people complain they break right away. Other people say they last forever. Now I just want to kind of put a message out there for the parents with the kids with the bubble ones. I don't mind. It's magical. I love bubbles. But when I'm eating my food, can you have your kid put their bubble wand away? We actually had this experience when we were at, I think it was Cafe Orleans and nope, it was Pacific Wharf. We were sitting having lunch and there was a table beside us and the kid was playing with a bubble wand and the bubbles kept going into our food. And I just really think it's rude and inconsiderate when there are people trying to eat and your kid's playing with a bubble wand. And I know you're trying to like occupy them. You're trying to entertain them. I get it. It's a long day, especially with toddlers. You want them entertained so you can enjoy your food and you can have a minute to unwind and relax. But at the same time, you also have to take into consideration that there are also other people in the parks. There are other people eating. There are other people who spent just as much money as you did, maybe more. So to be able to eat a meal without bubbles flying into my food, I would greatly appreciate it. I'm one of those people who I don't like confrontation. I don't usually say anything. I kind of let it be whatever. It wasn't bad enough that my food was tasting like soap, but just a little FYI to the people out there with the bubble wands. Try not to let your kid get it into other people's food. And along with the bubble wands, you can get the light up parade toys. So when the parades happen at nighttime, they have the little kiosks, the little light up toys, little glow things. Now, a cheap way around this that a lot of people do is they go to uh, like department, like Walmart or Target or dollar store, and they pick up glow sticks for their kids for these. So they're not asking for them. So you can get a variety of glow sticks and you can pass them out if you want to give them out to the kids and, like that are around you whose parents maybe they don't want to pay that price either. What a great little cheap thing that you could bring into the parks for your kids to use, or you could pay the price of Disney. Remember, glow sticks don't last forever. I've never looked at the price of them, so I don't know how much they cost. You also have other options like towels, clothing, home decor in the stores that you can take home. You can find appliances. So you can find a lot of things for like your kitchen, 
your bedroom. I love the kitchen stuff. So whenever I find something I want, I kind of get it. There was a big serving bowl that I saw one year that was Christmas themed, fell in love, thought it'd be perfect for like, you know, putting snacks in it during the holidays. I did not buy it and I regretted it for the longest time. And then one day it magically popped up on sale on Shop Disney and you bet I snatched that up so fast. I had to have it. It was meant to be. So now I have learned if I'm in the parks and I see something I really want, I buy it. I'm not risking that again. So you can pretty much do a lot in your home with things that you're going to find there. And the prices again are going to vary. You're going to find things that are kind of the low end to the high end, depending on what you're buying. Now, another great souvenir, I've seen these outside of the parks and I think I've seen them inside the parks as well is name painting. So they will paint your child's name and each letter is represented by a different Disney characters. Now, these can add up if you have a child with a really long name, but they're a great souvenir to get done, take home frame and hang up in your kid's bedroom. So let's talk about more of the higher end souvenirs that you can get in the parks. And it's not just me who is okay with spending a little extra money on souvenirs. Now, I think one of the bigger ones that they have out there is the lightsabers. I believe the cost of the lightsabers that you get at Savi's workshop is now about $220. I believe it used to be about 200. These are more expensive. But you're not just paying for the lightsaber, you're paying for the experience as well. Going in, building your own lightsaber, it's like a whole thing. I would love to do it. I have no need for the lightsaber, but I would love to experience that. You'll also have your droids. You can go build your own droid as well, and the kids can take it home, interact with each other, play with them. That's a great souvenir, especially for those Star Wars kids. Costumes. Now, costumes prices are going to range from kind of lower end to higher end. I'm not going to lie. I have seen on Shop Disney, I don't know if it's the same in the parks, I've seen these princess dresses for like $150 for kids. I can't like say I'd ever spend that kind of money, but I don't have a daughter, so I don't know. If I had a daughter, maybe I would. I know with Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique, you do pay for those dresses in one of the packages so it does cost a little more but some parents feel it's worth it especially if it's like the only trip that they're ever going to take their kids on or the only trip their kids will really appreciate that at that age accessories accessories can be a huge cost when you're in the park so you can find earrings necklaces bags purses things like that on the lower cost in some of the stores but you do have your higher end as well. So especially your purses and your bags. So like your Dooney and Burks, your Vera Bradley, your Loungefly. Now Loungefly is going to be kind of more on the lower end. Dooney and Burks are like the Louis Vuitton of the Disney purse world. So that's kind of, you know, so varies in prices. You can find kind of just Disney themed bags that are a little more cost effective. We have jewelry. So you're going to have your Pandora charms and bracelets that you're going to find in the certain certain stores. There's also usually a Pandora store. I know in downtown Disney, they have a Pandora store that you can buy charms in. So the thing with the parks is they are going to have park special little charms for Pandora bracelets. You're also going to find the Alex and Annie bracelets as well. 
I not 100% sure I know the shop Disney has them I don't know about the parks I've never really paid attention until recently but Rebecca Hook has some great jewelry as well love her stuff and they are kind of a little more pricier then you're going to have your specialty items so if you go into certain stores they have like crystal wear uh, they have is it Swartzky crystals? I think you can find things like that as well. And then especially like when you're in Epcot and all that, you're going to find different items in those shops as well that may cost a little more because they are more specialty items. So keep that in mind. You can find like a lot of different things around. You just have to really look through the shops and find those like little special items. And then you're going to have limited edition items. So items that are only around for a little bit of time. So designer ears, designer ears are a really good market for limited edition items. You also have art and statues. So there's lots of prints out there. You can get the more affordable, but you can also get like the original art and paintings, which are going to cost a lot more. And then the figurines and the statues that they have as well in some of the parks, you're going to go from low end to high end, depending on the size, the brand, the quality. Another more higher end is spirit jerseys. So you're looking at anywhere from 70 to I think about $85 for those. So they usually do have special limited edition spirit jerseys for events, festivals, time of year, and those sell out super fast. So if you're ever in the parks and you have a chance to grab a limited edition spirit jersey, I highly recommend it if you do like spirit jerseys. And then jackets, hoodies, certain clothes are going to cost a little on the higher end as well you are going to find some that are medium price as well so a lot of people will actually go to Target and Walmart pick up Disney clothes from there for their trips instead of buying in the parks because they do cost a lot more so another kind of random souvenir list that I have is PhotoPass Memory Maker so you can prepay for this and what this means is you pay for it and anytime you see a PhotoPass photographer you can get a picture taken and it's included you get it for free you can get it digitally it's great I've done it before in the past. It is such a fantastic option to be able to get pictures taken while you're on your trip. It also includes ride pictures as well. You can get pictures from the rides that you go on and pictures are really great memory to have. Character meals is another one I highly recommend for memory. And you might be thinking like, what are you going to get from that? They don't have a photo pass photographers per se usually at the beginning of the meal you get to go meet with like the main character of that character meal at least that's what it was for us when we first like went to character meals but you have so many characters that are wandering around while you're eating that you can get lots of pictures with those characters and that's just another memory you can like put in a photo album or a collage get autographs at that time as well again right now with covid character meals are different where they just kind of wander by the tables they aren't stopping by for hugs and all that you can try to get like a distance selfie with them or you can take pictures of them still uh, and then experiences while you're not necessarily going to physically have something I think sometimes you do so tours so with tours I think usually you do get a pin of some sort or a button to go with the tour but the tours is just a really great memory they do cost a little more depending on which tour you are going on so you would have to look up those prices because they do change dining events dining events is another one that you are going to spend a little more money on sometimes in order to 
dine and then go watch something. So we did the Fantasmic dining package through Blue Bayou. So we had a set menu, like we paid a certain price. We had a set menu. We ordered, we did lunch for ours and then we got these like foam cushions to use. And then we got like this VIP seating area for Blue Bayou. We were like out front and center for Fantasmic. It was great. It's uncomfortable sitting on the ground even with a little foam thing, but it was a memory we have. We still have those foam things. So those are other kind of experiences that you can kind of spend money on. I know that they do dining for parades as well. And I'm not 100% sure what Walt Disney World does, but I think they have other things too that you can pay for and get something from it. So that's kind of some of the souvenirs you can get. There are plenty of other things you can get when you're in the parks if you like. I highly recommend, you know, kind of planning a budget when you go to the parks to kind of know how much you want to spend a day or how much you want to spend on the entire trip for souvenirs. But it's always great to have those memories to bring back with you. So that is it for the podcast. So have a magical day.